0: In my last talk, I went over what assertiveness is and is not, including five of the biggest misconceptions about what being assertive actually means. In this talk, I'll go over the practical application of assertiveness in your own life, namely how you can be more assertive without being rude or impolite. Keep listening to learn more. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Growth Philosophy Podcast. A bite-sized weekly podcast focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. So let's talk about being more assertive, namely why it is important, what it looks like in real life situations and how it can be beneficial in your own life and how you can be more assertive without being rude or sacrificing kindness. Before we get to the how though, let's look at why it is important and how it can benefit you. By the way, if you have not listened to the last talk about what assertive is and is not, I highly recommend listening to that, either before or after you listen to this talk. Knowing and understanding those basics will make it easier for you to make this behavioural change. Now, let's look at why assertiveness is important, and how it's good for you. Here are some of the major benefits of assertiveness. I'll list five of them. Number one, being assertive helps you achieve more. One research published in the International Journal of Education and Literacy Studies found a statistically significant positive relationship between academic achievement and assertiveness. And I'm sure this benefit applies to other areas of life too. So being assertive can help you achieve more. Number two, Assertiveness helps keep you on track and can help you limit your distractions. Just imagine a professional workplace scenario where you went with whatever came up. In a scenario like that, you might never get the important things done, whereas being assertive can help you stay on track. Number 3. Being assertive helps you avoid being overwhelmed when you aren't assertive it's easy to get overwhelmed since you will not say no to anything even if they are things that you don't actually want to or need to do this is one of the biggest drawbacks of not being assertive because not being assertive leads you to agree to things that ultimately make you unhappy and cause overwhelm number four being assertive helps limit your feelings of resentment if not completely get rid of them. When you do things you don't want to do, it often causes resentment. But being open and honest about what you don't want to do can go a long way towards helping you avoid feelings of resentment, which is a toxic feeling. This reason alone makes being assertive an important behavior to adopt. But there is more. The fifth one is that assertiveness helps with creating high self-esteem and confidence levels. This one is pretty self-explanatory. If not quite clear, ask yourself this question. Have you ever met an assertive person who has really low levels of self-esteem or confidence? The answer is always no. Being assertive and confidence go hand in hand. And being assertive can actually feed your self-esteem. And confidence as that makes it easier to stand up for yourself. The more you do it, the more boost your confidence will get. Most importantly, though, being assertive is important for your self care as it can have a significant impact on your overall well being and happiness. This is not just a subjective opinion, though, it is a scientifically proven fact. A research paper published in the Red Crescent Journal found that training people to be assertive had a measurable impact, a measurable positive impact, on their mental health by decreasing their stress, anxiety and depression levels. Assertiveness clearly is important. For many reasons, being assertive is absolutely essential in your professional life. However, assertiveness isn't just important for professional settings. It is just as important in your personal life too, if not more. Often in life, we have times when we are stretched beyond our limits. After all, life is full of choices, options and obligations. But knowing when to say no and standing up for yourself is key to managing your options, responsibilities, obligations as well as your needs and wants. So you know now why it is important. But maybe you're wondering what being assertive actually looks like. Let's demonstrate that. Let's have a look at what being assertive does and does not look like with some examples. As you know by now, assertiveness can and does involve being firm more often than not. But that's not the same as being aggressive or rude. So let's say for example that punctuality is an extremely important value for you and someone you're meeting is late. Here's what being assertive does not look like in that scenario. Losing your temper, being rude to the person or being jokingly passive-aggressive about the whole matter. None of those is assertive behavior. But it doesn't have to be confrontational either because being assertive is a scenario like that can be as simple as looking them straight in the eye and telling them calmly in a level tone about how important punctuality is for you. Ideally though, this is something you would clearly inform them about before you even meet them so that you are not in that scenario in the first place. Here's another example. Let's say a work colleague asks you to do them a work favour, which can make you miss your own deadline or overwhelm you. Being assertive in a scenario like that can be as simple as letting them know about your deadline and that you can't help them. You don't always have to help people, it's okay. You have to look after yourself too. Assertiveness is not complicated. If anything, keeping it simple, honest and straightforward is key to being assertive and doing it effectively. Now that you know why being assertive is important and what it looks like in real life situations, let's explore how you can get started on being assertive and do so without having to sacrifice being kind or nice. Here are some tips that can help you get started on being more assertive. I'll go over seven tips for you. So, here's the first one Be clear about your values. The values we have play a big role in what we do and do not want to do, as well as how we feel about things. Do you know what personal values are important to you? Maybe timeliness or punctuality is an important value for you, for example. This would mean that going along with someone who does not respect punctuality will be a recipe for disaster since it will keep creating internal frustration and resentment. In that scenario, it would be infinitely better to be clear and upfront about how important punctuality is for you. Draw your line in the sand. Number two, be clear on what you need and or want. If you're unsure about your own needs or wants, it will be easy to get swept up by what others need and want. That's not a good thing, because often that leads to resentment, anger, and can negatively affect relationships. If you're happy to go along with others, fine. But if what others say or want isn't aligned with what you need or want, then you need to be clear about that. And that can only happen if you're first clear about what your needs and wants are. That clarity is important. That clarity will also be a great way to stop doing things that ultimately make you unhappy. So get clear on what you need and or want. Number three, be clear and vocal about your priorities. Often the frustration we experience with people comes from getting involved with things that stretch us beyond our capacity like agreeing to run an errand even though we have a deadline to meet. Being overstretched happens when you're not clear and vocal about your own priorities. Helping others is important, but it doesn't need to come at your own expense. You're important too. You can't rush around doing things for others if they negatively affect your life, especially if you genuinely want to help others. At the end of the day, if your life is negatively affected as a result of what you agree to do for others, it will only breed resentment. Not just that, it will also have a bad impact on your overall well being, as you will be overstretched, stressed, anxious, angry, and so on. Being there for others is important, that goes without saying. But it does not mean you should not attend to your own priorities and needs. You absolutely should and must not just because not dealing with your priorities can have a tangible negative impact on your life like how missing work deadlines can put your own job at risk but also because the stress that will result from the overwhelm will negatively impact your ability to be their fathers too so there are tangible costs to being overstretched and overwhelmed but it also impacts your ability to actually be their fathers This is why prioritizing your own priorities is not just important for your own sake, but for the sake of others as well. Don't be shy about being vocal and clear about your own priorities. Number four, don't be vague. One of the root causes of miscommunication is vagueness. More often than not, people resort to being vague and do things like hint at things, assuming that the other person will get the point. This happens mainly because we instinctively want to avoid confrontations or hurting others. Unfortunately, this lack of clarity often causes more harm than being clear and upfront would have. It's a foolish thing to do, to be honest, at the end of the day. Because even though people do it to avoid hurt and confusion, what being vague really does is create confusion, false expectations, and can even lead to disappointments, or worse, for all those involved. It's just not worth it. It is far better to be absolutely clear and upfront about things. Can it cause some disappointment initially? Very likely. However, being completely clear about things can help you avoid a ton of frustration, disappointment, and even resentment down the line. So in the long term, it is definitely a better path. If you're ever in doubt about whether the other person understands where you stand, be extra clear. Go the extra mile to make sure that they're absolutely clear. It might feel too much, but being absolutely clear is much better than risking misunderstandings. Number five, always be polite. There are times when things will frustrate you, but losing your cool doesn't usually help you handle things or get what you actually want. Being assertive is not about being angry, or losing your cool, or being rude. If you don't like something, or if something makes you unhappy, politely but firmly express your point of view. If you need to take a breather, by all means do so. Often a bit of a break from a situation can help you calmly deal with things. So that's the fifth tip, always be polite. Number six, avoid passive-aggressive behavior. Being passive-aggressive, unfortunately, is one of the most common ways people deal with things when they want to avoid being upfront. This usually happens in the form of jokes, like when someone tries to joke about something when in reality they are offended. Being passive-aggressive has never been and never will be a positive communication skill. All it does is create confusion, bad feelings and resentment, even though the goal is to avoid all those feelings. Like I mentioned earlier, it is far better to be upfront and clear about things. If something frustrates you or makes you angry, it is better to clearly say that you did not like it. That way others will be clear about what you do not like. Here's another big reason to avoid passive-aggressive behaviour. It is just plain annoying. Passive-aggressive behaviour annoys me to no end, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Being clear is a far better approach, not to mention honest and authentic. Draw your line in the sand if and when you need to, rather than dancing around the issue or being passive-aggressive about it. Last but not least, the seventh tip, actively listen. One of the best things you can do in order to be assertive is to actively listen. Active listening has a whole host of benefits and one of them is understanding the other person's perspective. Not only that, when the other person feels listened to, they will also be more inclined to understand your side of things. This makes it easier to avoid confrontations even in heated and challenging situations, all without sacrificing what you need or want. Genuinely listening to others is a great way to handle things well dealing with people respectfully, while also clearly defining where you stand and in turn respecting your own needs and wants. So that's the seventh tip. Actively listen. It goes without saying that being assertive does involve not doing what others want you to do. But just because being assertive involves saying no or disagreeing from time to time does not automatically mean you're being negative. You absolutely can be positive and say no or disagree. Being positive isn't about saying yes all the time. It is about being optimistic. It is about having a positive outlook. You do not always need to say yes for that. You do need to say no to things because life is full of choices and not everything you come across is going to be right for you or good for that matter getting started on being assertive isn't actually complicated that said it can be uncomfortable for some of you at least in the beginning mostly because many of you are not used to speaking up you're probably used to avoiding any sort of communication that even remotely looks like a confrontation most people are not used to being firm or speaking up so being assertive will take some work that said Now that you know more about assertiveness and how being assertive can be good for you, as well as others, you will find it easier to practice being assertive. On a side note, if you're interested to learn more about the two researchers I mentioned in this talk, check out the links in the description. Being assertive certainly is about being firm. However, it is not about being loud, angry or aggressive. Let's get those things straight. Being assertive is not about being loud, angry or aggressive. There is a big difference between being firm and being aggressive, loud or angry. Those are not the same things as assertiveness, not by a long shot. Being assertive generally involves a calm and respectful interaction, whereas the others do the opposite. This is yet another reason why assertiveness is the better option and choice for you. Above all though, being assertive is about being open and honest about what you need or want, rather than agreeing to things just to fit in or because you don't want to stir things up. This is important to understand because even if your rationale is to keep others happy, at the end of the day, if something makes you unhappy, like violation of your personal boundaries or values, then you will feel unhappy. And when you're unhappy, it will negatively impact your ability to be fully there for the people you care about. When you factor that in, you'll realize that assertiveness is just as important for your own sake as it is for the sake of the people that matter to you. Here's the bottom line. Most of the ideas about what assertiveness is are nothing more than misconceptions and myths. Most people think that being assertive is all about being loud or being rude or even about being manipulative, but that could not be further from the truth. And assertiveness also is not about being selfish. Being assertive is about being strong and having faith in yourself. It is about owning up to what you need or want, about being authentic. But that does not mean that in order to be assertive, you have to step on others, or be manipulative or disrespectful, or even lose your core. In fact, being assertive at its core is about respect. It is about respecting both your own views and that of others. That's the opposite of being rude, disrespectful or just being an all-around jerk. You can be assertive without being a jerk. Because being strong does not involve being rude or disrespectful. If anything, rudeness and lack of respect are the opposite of personal strength. Negative behaviours like that hardly ever stand for what being strong is truly about. It never has to be an either or choice. You never have to or should choose between being nice or polite and being assertive. They can and do go hand in hand and you absolutely can be nice in an assertive way. As for becoming more assertive, here's the most important thing to remember. It won't happen overnight. Especially if you've spent most of your life not being assertive. It won't just happen right away. You cannot just snap your fingers and completely change that's just not how change happens but there is good news too because if you have spent all of your life not being assertive it is something that you still can learn anyone can be more assertive the process of developing behavioral changes like that is similar to developing a new skill the more you practice it the better you will get at it So if you want to become more assertive, you need to start practicing being assertive. Start small and then you can build on that. Don't be afraid of saying no or standing up for yourself, especially if something can negatively impact your life.